and support begins in three, two, one. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a very special Nurture and Support Cobbler. I'm Kelly at K-E-L-L-Y-T-H-U-L on Twitter and Instagram. I guess it's my turn. I'm Mel. <laughs> At Karmic9 on Twitter, Instagram, some other places. I don't know. Don't trust on me to comment on social media. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Mike at Official Pagan on everything. This is a good point for me to throw in. You guys should definitely like and subscribe, whatever platform you're consuming this on. And this week, we're joined by a very special guest. Sir, would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, hi, I'm Gerald Webb. Since we're giving out handles, I'm at Gerald Webb two Bs on pretty much every platform and thank you for having me. For some listeners who might have been following on Twitter and different things that we put out on Instagram, Facebook, etc. We were going to do a thing. (laughs) We were going to do kind of a Zoom meeting, live listen to a podcast and Gerald was going to join us and we're going to have some interaction there and it was pretty short notice and we weren't really getting the volume of of, of folks we, we wanted to get and it really wasn't kind of fair to any of you because we just kind of sprung it on you and say, hey, watch a bunch of episodes of this podcast, get ready, Gerald will be on. So we've learned our lesson. I blame Mike. I'm going to blame Mike. He really had nothing to do with it. I was just about to say something really positive about you, Kelly. I was going to say this is in spite of the fact, as we've recently learned, there is a growing Kelly Tool fan base who are creating Kelly Tool fan content that they are submitting to me. You guys should just say it like you're ballers. You're like, yo, we like to run deep and we weren't ready to run deep. So we're going to run deep next time. What he said. Roll, like, don't say roll, roll deep. You roll deep. Roll deep. Maybe that's my new Twitter handle. <laughs> so <laughs> That's your prison name. Super. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I want. I, I don't now want... that's the only thing I can refer to you as. Wait till your next fan video. <laughs> roll, roll deep. Almost sounds like a Star Wars character, but I don't think you want and deep in any sort of prison handle period. I just think it's a bad idea. Anyway. It's um, really inappropriate, Kelly. Sorry. <laughs> Mel got it. <laughs> so, so anyway, we're going to... the guy that hosts a show called Squat <laughs> Cobbler. <laughs> Perfectly innocent. We're going to do it, but we're going to kind of tie this to the season finale. And, and Gerald, are you... We're going to have you give the folks a little bit of an overview of the podcast here in a second, but... Uh, have you had a chance to kind of nail down? Is this is this like going to be an eight episode run? You think or eight to ten? Um, or you're not sure. I'm I'm not quite sure on the total episode count. I actually have an email out to find out the exact count right now, but I'm not quite sure. So hopefully before we get off there, I'll know exactly what the count will be. I would say at least uh, I would guess at least eight episodes. So you're all going to have weeks to get caught up on this podcast, listen to it, enjoy it, get invested in the characters. And when the season finale comes, and we'll start to well in advance offer folks awareness of, of when it's coming. We're going to do kind of what we did with Gerald in the past, which is do kind of a live tweet sync, and which is, I think, actually a term Gerald coined himself. And we'll just get on Twitter. Because this podcast is available on YouTube, we'll ask you to get your get YouTube ready to go, give you a 3, 2, 1, go, and start the audio on the podcast. Enjoy listening to that and then comment along during the 20 to 30 minutes of the podcast. Gerald will be there for sure. You may wrestle up some other folks for fun too. We'll see. And we'll be able to interact with them uh, on the season finale. So that's the plan for doing things with Gerald. But we've talked kind of around it a little bit. But we probably ought to give folks a little more detail about this podcast specifically. So Gerald, do you want to give 
folks a little bit of an overview of the nature of what this is and, and what your role is in it, what role you play in this? The Shadow Diaries is the story of a young reporter named Shana Seko, and she's on her first assignment. She gets to go out on tour with the world's biggest pop star and one of her former childhood idols, Eliza Gold. For Shana, getting to look at the glitz and glamour of the superstar icon is something like she could have never, ever hoped for. But it doesn't take really long before Shana uncovers something strange, something kind of mysterious, kind of lurking just on the edges and behind the scenes. So now it's up to her to kind of figure out if these are evil forces at work or not. And is she going to be able to save Eliza Gold and her millions of fans from some like demonic twisted fate? So that's kind of the the ballpark of what the story overall overarching story of the Shadow Diaries is. And then where I come in is um, I play the character of Virgil. Virgil is very much like if you remember the movie Enemy of the State with Will Smith and Gene Hackman, he's very much there's a lot of Gene Hackman's character in him. He's this recluse. He's, you don't know if he's a crackpot, but he does, you can tell he's knowledgeable. He's a little cantankerous, but for some reason he has knowledge about uh, this group of divinity and, and, and what's going on and happening to, uh, to Eliza Gold, this pop star. And these girls reach out to him to try and get some help. And he kind of runs them through their paces, but uh, ultimately agrees to try and help them. I have so many questions for you already. Uh, <laughs> so first off, for the for the pop star storyline, was that inspired that you know of by anybody in particular or just an amalgamation of different people? I don't know because uh, I'm not the writer. A guy named Asher Levin, K. Asher Levin is the director and uh, the writer. And he kind of came up with the concept to me. And I, I don't want to speak officially for him, but... I could easily see this being like how Miley Cyrus started out young and Disney girl. And then a few years later, she's like dancing on stage with cones on her, covering her breasts and doing sexual, a dancing on a giant blow up dildo on stage. These are all real things she did. Not and, Kelly, you know, Miley Cyrus. Yeah. We just Miley need to make Cyrus. sure Miley. that's clear. But all these kind of things that, you know, wait a minute. And there were, there were literally things on, you know, YouTube and conspiracy theorists going, hey, is Miley Cyrus, you know, giving herself to the devil? So it could be inspired by that. I don't really know for sure. Well, um, it is funny you say that because that. listening to the first episode, I definitely got a Miley Cyrus. Like that's what popped into my head. Must be well, a generational yeah. thing because I'm older and I thought of Britney. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, Britney's father was re reinstated or his conservatorship was announced, I think today or yeah. yesterday. So it could be, you know, influenced by all of those things, but uh, uh, Asher would be the guy to really ask that. I can't speak for him. Yeah. I had either Tiffany or Hanson. <laughs> Definitely Hanson. Yeah. I for the record, I'm a lifelong Tiffany fan and Britney Spears is my spirit animal. And we hate Hanson. Just as a reminder, our <laughs> war on Hanson continues. They are horrible. Um, just a real quick aside. You're going to find that Mike and I were laser-like focused on the first episode. Uh, you may get questions from Mel <laughs> on subsequent episodes uh, in terms of maybe maybe one of us has done a little more homework than the other and kind of getting getting ready for this. Uh, but I've, I love I really enjoyed uh, what I've what I've heard so far. But you met, just as an aside, you mentioned your character. You're not sure if he's a crackpot or not. He's a little cantankerous and all that. So this really wasn't like a big stretch for you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was a stretch. Okay. Uh, uh, I had to kind of dig deep. 
No, it's funny because, um, you know, when we did the film A House Is Not A Home, that was about a family moving into the wrong house and there was a demonic presence there and they tried to get out and they couldn't get out. And, you know, I'm always going to be really proud of that film because it was, you know, the it was one of the very few African-American families in that kind of film that it was serious. It wasn't jokes when we did it, you know, uh, several years ago. It's funny that when this came along, I was like, oh, wow, there's this demon thing. So it is a stretch because, like, I don't, you know... I kind of fit the stereotype of if there's like a ghost in the house or a demon in the house, I'm no longer in the house. <laughs> like I'm gone. I'm not finding out more about it. I'm not looking into it. I'm like, hey, when you guys figure that out, let me know. I'll be living over there, the other place. So you're so, not the investigate the noise in the basement type. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, hey, Mike, Kelly, go figure that out. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> and I'm going to take care. I'm, I'll say, Mel, let's get out of here. Let me save you and be the hero. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I, but so it's a little bit of a stretch because like to character study this, I wanted to kind of see what this is like. And I went and watched a bunch of stuff on YouTube, all this crazy conspiracy theories, conspiracy theorist stuff. And, you know, just to kind of get in the mindset and it's it, like, it's like this rabbit hole. You watch like one video and then you're watching another video. And the next thing you know, like you're looking, you're looking at like your next door neighbor and your best friend, like, are you guys the Illuminati? <laughs> so, like in, in like five minutes, it was kind of a little bit of a stress because I had to kind of go down that road a little bit and kind of go in there. But yeah, being cantankerous is easy. No, it is funny that you mentioned the whole uh, YouTube rabbit hole for that, because obviously there was so much to go down and Kelly definitely sold his soul to the Illuminati and drinks child's blood. But <laughs> Was there a specific group that you were looking at, whether it was the Illuminati or I don't want to say any names, but let's just say for a fictional name that, you know, you can guess maybe like Scientology. Was there a specific <laughs> group like that that you may have looked at? Yeah, I looked at all the big ones. I started with the GOP and then I went to <laughs> the Illuminati and the Snark Alex. Yeah, I went through all of the big ones. No, yes, I, there, wasn't, <laughs> there wasn't a specific there wasn't a specific group. I just kind of like, I, to be honest, and I hate to keep harping on this person, but like I went and looked at like, I typed in like Miley Cyrus and like Illuminati. And then that took me to all these videos of people like replaying her performances and stopping it and going, see right here, this is what this means. And this is what that means. And then the next thing you know, like I was on like a JFK getting murdered video. <laughs> somebody talking about the Illuminati arranged for him to be killed. You know, it went all over the place, like quick. And, but I did just kind of like, but it was weird because I understand why some people can be like, Oh my God, this is a huge conspiracy because there's a lot of like, it's easy to look at anything and ask 5 million questions, especially if you insinuate that there's something nefarious about any part of it. So it was really great for me to be like, wow, what would it be like? if I came from a space of like, all of this is real and it, like there's this all powerful group or multiple all powerful groups that really will just destroy you if you find them out. So that was kind of a like, and I honestly, like I had a few nights where I was trying to sleep and it was just like, I was waking up cause it was running through my mind. And, and then I was like, okay, take a breath. It's okay. <laughs> and then, you know, just get back to normal. Yeah, so one you're probably on a list now, <laughs> given some of your search strings here. But exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah, Mel and I've had some recent experience when we've discussed some of the uh, conspiracy groups or, or folks that are maybe have fringe outputs. And one thing I've discovered is 
they don't like it when you talk about them. <laughs> Receive right. some feedback. Uh, we we talked about some flat earthers a little while back. Did, did oh. we get hate mail from that? Uh, I did. Aww, <laughs> so, I'm so proud. Yeah. And it's our it's our only video that's ever had multiple dislikes to it. <laughs> it was, wow. It was like, well, the the problem is the the internet on some level has given uh, all kinds of conspiracy uh, conspiracy theorists. It's giving them a platform. And it's let the it's let them instead of being isolated, they're now able to connect with each other and multiply their message, and then start to get other people who are vulnerable. Like, hey, yeah, you can believe in this too. So it's it's kind of an interesting thing where we live in this new time when facts don't matter. People opinion shop, so they they shop for facts that support their opinion, and they don't care where that quote unquote fact comes from. Like I could make up, a, I could make up a Twitter handle tomorrow and say, "Yes, this is I'm from the um, U.S. Department of Conspiracy Debunking," and I could probably get thousands of people to believe me if I said, "Yes, the Illuminati is whatever everybody says they are," and yes, there are aliens living among us, and yes, you know, and I could probably get thousands of people to agree with me if I decided like that's what I wanted to focus on doing. So it's so kind we're of we're starting a, weird... a new YouTube channel. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing. Like we live in this new world where like, I don't, I don't like using the word crazy, but I'll use it where crazy ideas. Like they really have a life. Like, oh, I do. Want I don't to... know. Like penguins aren't real. They're totally fake. <laughs> that might, exactly. that might be what there'll exactly. be. A, there'll be a little audio drop here, by the way. There's probably a Photoshop tool where you can just click the mouse and it'll make a penguin for you. Make a penguin, make a penguin, make a penguin. That, that's what most penguin stuff looks to me. It's like it's a stamp. Make a penguin, make a penguin, make a penguin. It's a really cool story. It's very creepy, I, I will say. It's very creepy. So if y'all like creepy horror type stuff, you'll, you'll enjoy this. There's okay. definitely a lot of creepy stuff going on. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I knew the story, and when I'm hearing it, I'm like, man, this is creepy, man. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, Pe people die. There's maybe demons walking around. It's it's some good stuff. I think you guys are going to like it when you get caught up. Well, you guys, I mean, they, you guys have only heard the first four episodes, so there's a lot more coming. Mel, so Mel has heard the first four episodes. Well, you guys have heard the first episode. Yes. So yes. the little bits of it, but... Uh... Yeah. yeah, and so episode four is the first one where you actually have a speaking part, isn't it, Gerald? Yes. So they, they, I, I get my character Virgil gets introduced in episode four, and um, fortunately, uh, he kind of gets bigger and bigger as things go go for a while. So I don't want to give too much away, but he gets introduced, or, or I get introduced as Virgil in episode four, and again, he starts from the beginning in a mysterious way you know she starts getting weird text messages from some number and then finally we actually speak so yeah i liked it i i, I knew that you were coming in because i had listened to the credits so i knew what character you were playing and so i kept waiting where where's virgil where's virgil and then you show up at the very end of episode four so it was cool but yeah well it's the good news is creepy knowing my history is of being you know, the guy who died first in a ton of movies early in my career, not being introduced into episode four meant, okay, at least I'm not first. <laughs> Maybe I'll be around for a little bit on this one. So There's a couple of deaths before you even get introduced. So that's yeah. good. And fortunately, I think, I think Virgil will be around for a little while. Good. 
and the, and the yeah. best part is this is a podcast, so nobody's going to see what you're wearing when you get killed, <laughs> <laughs> which is really, really good news. Yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, I was wearing one shirt in one movie that I didn't pick out, and I my I get I get crap for that all the time to this day. It, that shirt is actually framed on my wall right now, as well it should be. Yes. But I but I I died well in that shirt with Ving Rhames and Leslie Ann Brandt and Taryn Manning and Eddie Steeples. I I died well. As a matter of fact, every one of which is wearing a better shirt. By the way, I just want to. That's 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 really an insult because a couple of them were wearing blouses. Well, they're still better. <laughs> so you're saying they would be? I would be better in a blouse than what I was actually wearing. You should try it. Um, but um, I think Holly, one of the Star Alex, just posted on Facebook that they had just rewatched Zombie Apocalypse, which is the movie where I wore that shirt, and like MovieClips.com or Fandango, whatever site that she shared the link from me on the ground like fighting off zombies in that shirt is like the image of the movie <laughs> it's <laughs> hilarious i was like whoa <laughs> well what we want to really appreciate you taking some time with us today uh, gerald because what we wanted to do was to give the folks a little more context to what this podcast is all about encourage them to get out there get caught up listen to those episodes we will i will do a better job <laughs> give people a lot better advance notice we'll get things going for when we're going to kind of set up that big common viewing with with you interacting with us and we'll save that for the the season finale so folks you got weeks to get kind of caught up and enjoy what is an excellent podcast i think and uh then as it comes to conclusion we'll get a chance to to visit with gerald live and on twitter well yeah thank i mean thank you for having me i i really like i said this this thing is creepy man so anybody who likes like thrillers and horrors or the occult, it comes across, even though it's a podcast where you're not visually seeing this stuff, it's so visual in the way that it's it's written and acted out. So like I said, uh, it's it's from a company called Snarled, Snarled Entertainment and Studio 71. They just both did a great job. And um, Cara Hayward and Madeline Petch, who um, are the two female stars of it, that play Shayna and Eliza, they just do such a great job and carry the show so much. So I'm just happy to to kind of be able to jump in and get to play with them on a regular basis. So please check it out. I wouldn't have brought it to you guys if I didn't think you guys would like it. Uh, and, you know, you can make up, you can in your mind decide whatever ugly shirt I'm wearing and make fun of it. It's called Shadow Diaries and it's uh, available at any podcast network and on YouTube on the Snarled YouTube channel. Yep. And we'll be sure to include links to all of that uh, in the, the blog post for this episode. And with that, I think we'll wrap it up for this week. Thanks for joining us, Gerald. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mel. And thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks, guys. You can contact us on our website, nurtureandsupport.net, or email us at nurtandsup at gmail.com. That's N-U-R-T-A-N-D-S-U-P-P at gmail.com. Or tweet us at nurtandsup on Twitter. You can also catch Nurture and Support on YouTube. Nurturing and supporting. Turn it.